everybody. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience. On my talk, 1071, where talk is fun. Yeah. Unless you're talking about tornadoes. Holy Hannah, what a what a weather day here in the great state of Minnesota yesterday. It was confirmed that uh, they're in Wabasha, right? That, that, that area, uh, southeast, there were like touchdown. three different towns. There's um, significant storm damage in Heartland, Minnesota. This was actually on the national news this morning. Wow. I thought they were calling it the Heartland, but it's Heartland. Turns out there's Heartland, Minnesota. Right. Huh. Yeah. I mean, ooh, there's 315 people in this town. Uh, they're five miles north of Albert Lee. It was hit really, really hard. Bricks and roofing from a bank were scattered about the street. Um, oh, wow. There's lots of videos out there. You can just Google it, and oh, this is just really, really sad. Uh, Stanley, Minnesota, had a uh, some some storm damage there too. Um, I don't even know what I'm looking at. I don't even know where these places are. They they do say that tornadoes will not be confirmed until damage assessments are complete, but it is possible that there were multiple tornadoes last night. Sheesh! I've never heard of this town. How do you say E Y O T A? E-Y-O-T-A. Iota? Iota, Iota? Yeah. Plainview, Wabasha. What did you experience at your house? Nothing. Did I you mean, hear rain. The, the wind whipping, though? Did you have insane wind? I did, and at one point, I thought it was like an animal. Mm. Because the rain had kind of stopped a little bit, or it's, it wasn't as heavy at one point, and I'm like, what is what is that animal I'm hearing? Yeah. I was gonna text my roommate who was downstairs and just say, "Are you? Do you, you hear this animal?" Or what? Yeah. <laughs> and I guess it was the wind. So, Buddy Boo wouldn't even go out. Oh, really? He's like, "Hell no!" He, he, yeah, like his ears go back. He's like, "Please don't make me go out there." I'm like, "Okay." So what do you do? I just let him wait it out. You know, oh, they can go a pretty long time. He's got a. He drinks a lot. And he also holds it a lot. Oh. He's got like a bladder of steel. Oh, that's great. But then when he goes, it's like, oh my gosh, I should be recording this for like Guinness. Oh, it's one of <laughs> those. It's, it's like a so horse. long. Yeah. Have you ever seen a horse pee? It's like yeah, it's someone like a popped a balloon. Or yeah, something. it's like a yeah. faucet. Like a water balloon. You I know, understood. Yeah. It's just a lot. I'm, I'm you lot. know, listen, I'm a bachelor right now. And I say that because oh. my my dog, who is it's a soft coated terrier from <laughs> Wheaton of the Valley. A lot of people ask me about my breeder. There's your shout out, Wheaton's of the Valley. Thank you. And uh, so anyway, he is he's home alone right now, and you know just timing out. I'm feeling some of the burden that you feel, Donna, which I normally don't feel, which is someone's going to be home at some point to let the dog out. But now the I burden's to, all on you. The burden's all on me. And I have to get a crown today. Yes, King. And I'm getting a crown at one o'clock. And so I got a meeting here at 12 o'clock. And so I got to go from here, then do the meeting. I got to run home quick, let him pee, and then go get the crown. Or option two, may I suggest something and then point me in the right direction? Yeah, I already have the answer. Which is what? Just wipe it up off the floor when you get home? No, that's what neighbors are for. Can you just let my dog out real quick? Yeah. Especially neighbors who work from home. You have a sister who lives nearby. She's out of town. Uh, oh, I have Don't a plan, you have though. your smoking buddy? Adam the smoker. Yeah. I would be able to do that, but instead I haven't. Here's what I'm thinking. 
I used to endorse here on this station a, a dental office called Smile Generation. They got a bunch of locations all around. Sure. So I go to one local one up the street, and they are going to do a two-hour crown from beginning to end today. Oh. You don't walk around with a fake crown. You get the real thing today. We call those a temporary. Okay. So you mm. don't walk around with some Burger King crown sitting on your tooth for a oh. week and a half. Instead, here's what they're going to do. So here's my option B with letting the dog out to go to the bathroom. I'll get there at one o'clock. They will give me, they'll do the drilling, the grinding, the Novocaine, mm-hmm. all that, that thing. Tap, tap, tap. And then after that, that'll take maybe a half hour. And then they'll say, okay, we're going to 3D print your crown. And you uh, can just just be back here in about 90 minutes. I could go home then and let the dog no, out. I also thought I could go work out no, during go, that. This is oh, when hell. you go Christmas shopping. I'm not going Christmas shopping. you got to buy presents. I know. You're putting the whole burden on your wife, aren't you? No, I have I have one target right now, and that is my brother Josh. Oh, that's all you got to buy I'm, for him? I'm working on it. I got some things. But anyway, so I got to let the dog out at some point. Nobody knows what it's like to be a single person with a dog. Wow, nobody knows, huh? Mm-mm. Wow, that's something. I, really I wish like, I knew. I wish I could empathize. Yeah, like single, essentially living alone with a dog. It it really does change the trajectory of your day. It. Yeah, oh, for sure. I travel. Have a dog, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Unless you got a doggy door. Yep, that's the only way. Yeah, but can't varmints get in the doggy door? <laughs> I don't really understand how they sure. work. Elmer you Fudd, have, uh, supposedly. So, um. They have ones now where there's a thing on their collar that just lets them in, but oh, not a possum. Okay, but what oh. if the possum's hot on the trail of the oh, dog? The po- <laughs> oh. Well, that's another. I think it, it'll, I don't know. I don't know about that. That seems like a really cool video to watch, though. What about a burglar? <laughs> a burglar. Well, he doesn't have the collar. I kn- this oh. collar thing is a game changer, I bet. I did have a friend who went in a doggy door. We were trying to get into our uh, one of our professor's houses that were. She was letting us stay there while she was out of town, and he uh, forgot to give you the key. key. He well, he I don't know. The key got lost somehow, so he had to squeeze through. He was like a dancer and a yoga instructor, so he could squeeze his very limber body (laughs) through this dog door that was made for um, a big bulldog. Hey. Oh, uh, wow. An English bulldog. So, oh, they're thick. And yeah. I was so just fun. laughing outside. I was a little tipsy, I'll admit. <laughs> and then wow. he let me in. Get wow. In, get in where you fit in, man. And who's right. able to do it? By the way, another sign of bachelor life last night. I get home after building my temple. It's about 7.30. I finish my takeout dinner. I put on the morning show on Apple TV+. Plus. I believe I slept through, I believe, at least three episodes. But I heard it the whole time. So I was in almost a dream sequence of the morning show. By the time I woke up, a lot had developed. There were people who were now together in the same picture that I was like, oh, really? Oh, they're back together? Okay, great, fine. I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to watch. I'm just going to watch the next time previously on the morning show, and that's it. And the first time that I watched season one. You're a disaster. Same thing happened. I can't deal with you right now. It was right before coronavirus became a thing, and I got (laughs) sick, and I remember in the middle of the night watching essentially asleep laying down by the fire TV way up above me couldn't even watch it if I wanted to it was like a radio broadcast of the morning show (laughs) while half sleeping you are missing so much it's so action packed I hope they cover it in previously on the morning show what season are you on it's season two and it's I'm probably on I started last night on episode three and I think I'll be starting episode seven tonight no Steve no yes go back no 
I'm not going to. There's only like nine episodes. I already saw us. Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell had quite the interaction. She said a big word. The R word came out at one point. Oh. Or he said that. Yeah, he said that to her. It What's was elevated. the R word? Oh. Uh, Retired? No. Mm. Uh, with like sexual uh, aggression. Oh, the R oh, word. Oh, yes. wow. Yeah. So anyway, I oh, woke up to that. Oh, wait till you see what happens. You're just not even going to believe it. Please don't fall asleep. I hope it didn't already happen. You think I missed it or is it going to come up like the finale's good? It's going to creep up near the finale. All right, yes. we got to go. We You're a go. disaster. Uh, when we come back, uh, we got some fun facts for you and things that make you go, huh? It's a Thursday, Throwback Thursday music trivia coming up at 1130 today. Uh, stay with us. It's a, just the beginning of the Don and Steve experience on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve came with chock full of fun facts. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. It's good to be with you here. It's me, Donna. Uh, coming up in just a little bit, some big news out of uh, the, the Goldbergs television show on ABC, which, by the way, is heading into its 10th season yeah, next year. Yeah. Unbelievable. I that agree. That's, that's been on. Uh, that long, but anyway, uh, some big news regarding big, a cast big member news. there. Very important cast member. Very important, and a very sudden decision about said cast member. Could they beat around the bush anymore? First, this. Okay. Cows can walk downstairs. Say that one more time. Cows can walk downstairs, but it is very difficult for them, and they will only do it if they have to. Okay. You mostly see them walk up ramps. Yeah, they don't like to do that either. Yeah, because they know where they're going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, had a, we had a cow when we were out at the state fair. We had a, a cow that joined us late in the, it was like the final day. Labor Day, maybe. And as, <laughs> as reporter Kelly Hansen, who you hear from time to time on this station, walked over. Someone had pulled me aside and was saying hello, so I missed out on this. Thank God. She <laughs> walks over, and then the cow who looked like it was the last day of the fair, let out this big sneeze situation. And she then had cow (laughs) phlegm on her person. They then had to come and wipe her down. And the whole time we kept, I kept hearing a producer in my ear. All right. We might just stay on you. If we tell you to rap, it means the cow's getting out of sorts. You could hardly take a shot of the cow because it was just like, (laughs) what was wrong with it? I'm not sure. I'm not a cow doctor. But it didn't seem to be at its peak. Maybe it caught something at the fair from all those other random cows. Oh, maybe it got coronavirus. (laughs) That's been said before, right? Thanks, Dad. (laughs) Donna, that was... How could I not? It'd be a crime not to. Okay. I just... Maybe it was warm. Hot. I don't want to talk about this anymore. What else you got? Poor Kelly. Poor I Kelly. Know. She's an overcomer. She's such though. a sweetie. She is. You know, it, it reminds me yesterday, my dog was like drooling really heavily at the dog park. And I'm like, is he sick? What's happening? And I got him home and he had just like big drool all on top of his snout. And I'm like, oh, I got to clean that now. Oh, poor thing. Buddy boo. He's my baby buddy boo. <laughs> Pamela Anderson. Oh yeah, I know her. She was she was popular. She was famous long before Baywatch. Actually, from the time of her birth, 
Think you have an idea why? Gerber? Herbert? Was she a Gerber baby? No. Pamela Anderson was the first baby born in Canada on July 1st, 1967. Which must be some significance to Canada. Canada's 100th anniversary. Of independence? Of just being Canada. Oh, cool. So she got media coverage as the country's centennial baby. Oh, that's cute. From her birth. So, so she got okay. a lot of confidence right away. Yes. A lot of attraction. Then she was like, I'm cool. Yes. And she just became hot. Yes. Yep. Most of the movie Gangs of New York. I love that movie. I've never really seen good. it. It's an excellent film. Get oh. me my New York milkshake. Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Most of that movie was filmed in Italy. On sets designed to look like New York in the 19th century. Wow. You know what I'd like to know? I'd like to find out what movies that you think are actually shot outside were in fact shot on a set. Because it's getting very, very impressive, frankly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's very, uh, it's unbelievable. I, I remember watching a YouTube video of these movies and it showed... All the movies you didn't know they used a green screen in? I mean, that's why for these superheroes, thanks for asking, I think it must be really exciting for them to go to the movie premiere because the majority of what they're doing is in a stop-motion motion capture uh, motion capture suit in front of green or blue screens. They never feel like they're swinging through the skyscrapers in New York City. I'm walking here. We got a question from the local. Go ahead. Uh, My question is, why then does it cost so much to make these movies? Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor, as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. If they're not flying people to a different location and putting them up and if they're doing it in Hollywood. I'm walking here. Why do we hear about these you know, hundreds of millions of dollars spent on these action superhero. I think I think it might be very expensive to do the digital recreation of these places and the explosions and the expectations of the audience has certainly gone up. Okay, but I don't know. Oops, I don't know. I feel like Hollywood is 
grossly overspends on everything. Here's my example. Okay. And again, thank you for asking. You're welcome. When I used to do red carpet reports, I just, like when we had a website, it was a camera, my camera guy, Dave, and me. Yeah. And then we would see down the line in a much better spot on the red carpet, you would see all the big wigs, the Ease, Entertainment Tonight, Access, all this stuff. They had someone like running a lighting situation. They had a separate sound engineer. They had a producer. They would have a PA and then the camera off and then the person. So just by that, they'd have like six people in their gaggle and you'd be thinking, do they know? That you can do this. You can do this for two. And like, even <laughs> when you have a dedicated person, a dedicated sound person, God love them. And I want them to like have work, but we managed to come back every time with audio of me and the person that we were talking to, because David, who was running camera would just check the mics. And that's it. You know, it's just like, Oh, there's just bloated. It's all bloated. I'm Why bloated. are you trying to put people out of work? I'm not. I'm bloated too. The North Pole doesn't have any land masses. It's really only ice floating on water. Big, big chunks of ice. Where is the North Pole? People would south. always oh. come again. <laughs> is it south? Guys. Dawn, we don't know. Are you Dawn. being serious? We don't know. No, it's north. <laughs> okay, I thought, Donna, you're with me. We both thought that maybe that was a well-known fact. Mm-hmm. You know what, Don? Don, what's your problem? Um, when we come back, yeah, let's talk about this Goldberg situation. If you liked the actor Jeff Garland, who you know from Curb Your Enthusiasm mm-hmm. and the Goldbergs, if you loved watching him on the Goldbergs, hope you set your DVR uh, because his final episode is coming and going fast. Find out why when we come back on the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk. We're back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment who boy I saw this story this morning it kind of was flying under the radar a little bit yeah really was doing a little digging and found out that Sony Pictures television has terminated Jeff Garland from the ABC sitcom the Goldbergs effective immediately gone won't be back on set yeah I mean the staff just found out yesterday at their production meeting. Um, so they're going to, he's the dad. So he'll be, oh my gosh, they'll be without him in the middle of the ninth season. Isn't this the guy who played Pumbaa? I, I believe so. Um, he, he has done the some, Lion King. He's done some animated stuff. I don't think so. I don't no, know if no. it's Pumbaa. No, no. He'd be more I'm of a thinking, hyena. <laughs> okay. He's, I think he's no, no, but he no? was in, um, he was in the He's like voice cast for Wally. Yep. Okay. Um, and Toy Story Three, I believe he was in. And you know, everybody knows him from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, which is well. also kind of a problem because he's an executive producer uh, and a cast member on there. So I wonder what's going to happen to his role there, if anything at all. Hmm. So what do we know? I, I, so there are allegations about on-set misconduct. And they did an investigation or a probe. And apparently Jeff Garland didn't dispute the decision. Supposedly they mutually agreed to sever ties. Yeah, it seems like they came to an agreement. He had recently done an interview with uh, Vanity Fair discussing the all of the HR allegations that have come up. He said, there's been an HR investigation on me for the past three years. HR oh. has come to me three years in a row for my behavior 
on set, he went on to say, we're trying to come to a place where we come to an agreement. Either I can behave the way that they want or not. We'll see, but I'm not being fired, and I've not been fired. We're in the middle of talking about what we're going to do, but there will not be a firing. Uh, Not technically. I suppose it's semantics at this point. They've come to an agreement that he will leave the show effective immediately. When you read around about it, uh, it seems that there is what some people are describing as verbally and emotionally abusive behavior by him. Uh, some people saying like there's a great onset dynamic and vibe and energy until the days that he's on set. Oh. Now he, it sounds like would defend his stuff as, but I was joking, you know, I was being the cantankerous jokey guy, but then they recount some specific instances where, uh, it seems like over time it was like, okay, I don't know. This isn't this feeling like a joke if everybody else is kind of feeling crummy when you come around. I have a feeling this is his personality. You know what I mean? He's like the guy who, like, you gave me an example off air where he was like to a woman on that he works with. Mm-hmm. Get the bleep out of my way. Why are you always in my way? Yeah. He's kind of like that to his wife on Curb Your Enthusiasm, you know? Yeah. Well, and then he turned to the woman's husband, reportedly, and said, tell your wife to get the bleep out of my way. But, you know, listen, you want to give everybody sort of the, the, the benefit of the doubt and hear all sides, but you could see how if you have a good relationship with somebody, that could be funny. And then you turn, hey, I'm, I'm messing around or whatever. But if you maybe don't have much of a relationship at all, that woman was a stand-in. And then he says that to her. Oh, and she's then a stand-in. Turns and says it. So if you don't have that relational equity, yes. then it, it can feel like saying it was a joke is kind of like a cheap defense yeah. there. Yeah. He also admits that he had a pension for dropping the word earmuffs, kids, if you haven't gone to anatomy yet, the word vagina on set. When I hear that, I just think, what if you didn't, what if you worked out of your onset routine the word vagina just just be maybe read the room a little bit in 2022 and maybe don't let that be one of your most surefire punchlines and then apparently he was saying it around there was a camera assistant she complained to her department head about his use of the word and then what reads like what a a, a sophomore in high school would do after the actor found out this on deadline.com today he reportedly put his hands around her and then kept saying the word vagina in her face over and over again. Here again, not the way to handle a problem like that. Donna. Donna's laughing at the sophomoric way that that reads, which is like, oh, you don't like it when I say turn, I mean, turn, 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 yeah, turn, turn. exactly. Like, I didn't like the word nipple, and people used to do that to me and put it on my birthday cake all over the place. You know, it, yeah. it, it is that, you're right, it is that sophomoric, big brother kind of behavior, but... Maybe Not because of the word, but yeah. And he could defend his intent maybe and say, oh, but I wasn't trying to hurt anybody or make anybody feel bad. But there again, maybe a lesson to be learned. Um, and I enjoy Jeff Garland's work on screen. I've, I don't know him, obviously, but I would just, this rings a bell for me of like, be professionally aware. Yeah. And don't 
wrap your arms around a woman and say vagina a bunch of times after she said she doesn't like it when you say vagina on set. That's a pretty basic low bar yeah. for professional behavior. You know, I think... That's the last time I'm going to say the V word today. Okay, way. thank you. It's a clinical term, and that's the one we should use. All righty. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's not like he's saying, you know, using some of the profanities for that part of the body. Sure. That I would be like, no, Leave that's not okay. That's not okay. Okay. Imagine but, the opposite. If a guy said, I don't like the word penis. And then, Donna, you grab onto him, I hug him, and happening. in his ear, go, and penis, like- penis, 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 penis. <laughs> see, Donna, <laughs> Donna's having, as we were talking about this during the commercial break, I knew we were going to have, this is going to be a weird discussion. Who's on the phone? Let's just take this cold call. Um, it could be Garland. It could be somebody telling me who actually played Pumbaa. That's what I'm guessing with oh, my well, psychic powers. Good. Let them join the conversation. I, yeah, okay, Bring sure. Let's on. just take a cold Hi call. Hi there, Guten Tag. You are now on the Don and Steve Experience. Who's this calling in? Uh, Tina. Hey, Tina. Hi, Tina. Uh, are you calling about the actor who played Pumbaa or thoughts on the Jeff Garland story? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Jeff Garland, I chaired an event that he was the comedic stand-up act. Right. Okay. He was the biggest, I don't know, arse no. that you could possibly imagine. Oh, he was? How, how so? What do you mean? I mean, that's sort okay. of a generic statement. No, no, no. He came in with this attitude like a big Hulk. Okay, the people that paid extra in the beginning... They paid extra to get pictures with him, you know, and talk mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. He stood there and let people stand next to him and just stood there. He wouldn't put, like, not put the arm around him. Oh, that's weird. But you know what I mean? He, was he just, wasn't warm about it. Oh, my God. There's a picture of my daughter and her friend who I took. Because, you know, I was this. Oh, and then he said words. Okay, the P word. Um, waffle P. He said. <laughs> um, do you know what I'm talking about? Is that no. instead of, is that another word for the V word that I was just using? It's like a condition, like a condition, right? No, like a cat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, okay, Okay, so apparently waffle before it meant something weird. Okay, continue. He said, like, after going, like, when we go, like, when you go to bars, you know, and afterwards you go to the the truck stop to get some waffle pee, and then he said... (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. God. Continue, caller. Okay, I was cringing. We, We were honoring a a big time uh, philanthropist oh, in our wow. community. I was just dying. She had a ten year old grandkid there. Oh. Then, then wait. He said something about oh Belinda. Um, is her name Jensen? The weather yes. woman. Oh, we sure. love Belinda. Oh, he said oh, I could climb that. I was like oh oh, oh no boy. okay oh, yeah yeah okay all right. So, Say no more. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Oh, Thank you well, for calling. Now we really know that he is not. Yeah. yeah I get real worked up. Although it's the biggest, like we we gave them something to talk about for that benefit. So you know. Anyway. Well, listen. This Tina, it's interesting you. anecdotal uh, and, and anecdotal experience with him, Tina. Thank you for the call. We appreciate you thank listening. You. Uh, as All right. Well. Thanks. Love listening to you guys. Bye. Bye. Um, that's yeah. It's interesting. So it sounds okay, like maybe so there sounds like he's a jerk. Maybe there's a resume of this tone deaf, inappropriate humor, even with people like you might have people. You, he has a circle of friends who he could say this stuff around and they wouldn't care. Right. But here again, I think it goes back to this basic understanding of just professional behavior. And even if times have changed sure. right from the 80s, it was different than it is to the 2000s right. to here now, 2022. Right. You could get fired today for something that nobody would have batted an eye at 20 years ago. That's right. 
Um, but there, there is, don't we all have some level of professional, personal responsibility to well, evolve, I mean, you're at a charity event. You're at a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and people are paying. Comedy yeah. That's, oh. yeah. And there's kids there. Oh. Yeah, that's not okay. I, I totally get it. If that's the kind of behavior he was, you know, exuding on set of the Goldbergs. That makes perfect sense. And and he seems like the kind of person, again, don't know him, that's like, well, this is how I am. If right. I'm not, I'm not going to change, so we're either going to part ways or you're going to deal with me because this is my personality. Right, exactly. Okay, well, if you want to be a terrible person, bye. Yeah, that's, see, mm. that's, that's why I always, like, you can't just, you know what doesn't work there? You do you. I, right. I hate the phrase you do right. you because oh, I just I don't believe it. any of us really believe it. If you stretch it out, you know, we just don't. It's just like sure. we don't really mean it. So we can't say you do you, Jeff. It's like you got to just do better here. Yeah, be, just be you, professional. Do, you do better. Yeah. How about that? Maybe I don't know. You know, viewership this season of the Goldbergs has remained like somewhat steady around three million. That's pretty decent, right? Three million I feel good. in, in I'd this love day. It. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see because ABC killed off. Roseanne, right? right? Um, maybe that's what's going to happen to his character. Well, and then they had already lost earlier this year. Um, oh my gosh, the patriarch of the Goldbergs, um, actor escaping my name, my, his name escaping my mind at the moment. Siegel. Uh, oh, Jason, Jason Siegel. Siegel. Not Jason. Jason. No. Siegel. Hang on. Okay. Hang on, I got it here. Stand All by, right. George Siegel. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Great he, actor. He died at the age of 87. Yeah. Uh, that was in March of this year. Wow. So now... Oh, so wow. now um, Pops. Yeah. 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 Two, uh, two big name stars from that show gone in the same year for very different reasons. Right. Right. All, All right. right. On that note, uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to get dark when we come back. Well, let's talk about Ben Affleck. I was going to say, I feel like we yeah. have two dark options. Let's go with the Affleck version. Oh, yes, yes. A story that just won't go away. Thanks to all the clickbait and the headlines. Well, Ben Affleck is uh, speaking out about some of the comments he made about his marriage and his alcoholism. We'll get to that. And if you see something, say something. When we come right back. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment producer John McClain with us as well what it do hey girl, Don. Hey. Hello. hey girl all right the story that won't go away um hmm. if you see something say something come, come on and hold it tonight it's playing, but it's not playing. Oh. And Steve. <laughs> if you see something, go. say something. Come on and party tonight. Oh, man. Oh, man. This Ben Affleck story. It. I mean. I missed chapter one of this, which was the Howard Stern interview. Well, I, Dawn, you listened to a little bit of it, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Two-hour interview he did. Was it two hours? Yes. Wow. It's just so unfortunate that her people are just taking this one part out of context and not hearing his honesty. And well, you tell the story. Well, his vulnerability and I guess Howard asked him about, you know, uh, you know, his drinking. Mm -hmm. Ben Affleck went on to say something to the effect of, I felt trapped in my marriage. That's why I was drinking. 
and something along those lines. Yeah. And right? Howard said, if you were still married to Jennifer Garner, do you think you'd still be drinking? And he said, yes. But then there was more to it. He took responsibility. It didn't make it, it didn't seem like he was saying she made drove me to drink. He's more mature than that and has been in rehab and knows that he is the reason why he drinks. Mm-hmm. He's right. not putting it, and all the headlines said, you know, Ben Affleck said this about Jennifer Garner. He blames Jennifer Garner for yeah. his drinking. And it's then people not... are being really like, um, you were drinking before you even met Jennifer Garner. Don't you know? And yeah, he talked about his dad. His dad was an alcoholic and I, I'm all sh- kinds of things. And I'm sure in his mind at the time when he was impaired or struggling, he was like, I'll just drink this and make it go away. I think that's what he was trying to say. And he was being vulnerable and he was being honest. And just everywhere you look, page six, uh, TMZ, it's like uh, Jennifer Lopez is PO'd at Ben Affleck for dragging her into his comments. And then there's other things that say, oh, look at them looking so giddy and happy after the mean things he said about Jennifer Garner. Oh, gosh. Well, he was on with Jimmy Kimmel, who I believe he's really good friends with. And uh, he addressed, um, you know, all the headlines. And here's what he had to say about it. He said that I had blamed my ex-wife for my alcoholism and that I was trapped in this marriage. Like, just made me out to be like the worst, most insensitive, stupid, awful guy. I get it. Me, I'm happy to be sad, Batman. I'm happy to be in the Dunkin' Donuts and the meme. I understand. <laughs> really, like, it's about my kids. I gotta just draw a line. It's the exact opposite of who I am, what I believe, and I would never want my kids to think I would ever say a bad word about their mom because this I really upset you. I mean, obviously, that hurts my feelings. Yeah. Hurts my feelings. Because That's he honest. did go on to say how what a great mom she is and all this great stuff about Jennifer Garner. They just grew apart, you know, and he said they tried and they were going to be better off separate, you know, separated than together. Whatever you think about that, that's his truth, I guess, and how they decided to handle it. But, oh, my gosh. It really must suck being a celebrity. Oh, terrible. Steve, tell us about it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, imagine just like, doesn't that just make you want to not ever get vulnerable with any member of the press ever? Yeah, because Because they're going to twist it because they're looking for headlines and clicks and sales and all that stuff. You know, it's funny. It kind of reminds me of, I read. I'm a book reader and I'm, I'm slowly reading the Katie Couric book and where I am in this book, she talks about her tumultuous time as the anchor woman at CBS Evening News. And there was a time when it was struggling and the ratings were down and a lot of people had a lot of opinions. And then someone came over to do a cover piece for her. I forget the oh. publication, but a big one. And they're taking all these pictures of her. And then at one point they're like, we'd love you. You know, she's Katie Kirk. She's smiling. And they were like, we'd like you to try some more serious yes. looks. She does these serious looks. Yes. She's agreeable, does the serious looks. Yes. And then what happens? And then on the front cover of this magazine that she sits down with, it has one of her serious kind of forlorn faces on there. Yep. And then the quote is something to the effect of um, there are have there are times when I wonder, what have I done? Like, yes. why have I gone? And then she said what they did was then they didn't include, like, comma, 
But surprisingly, those days there are very few of those days. Right. So then they got it, and and that was the oh. only headline. So people said the ratings are bad. Look how serious and sad she looks, and she wonders why she did what she did. Keeping out of the of the front page headline a really important part of that. Right, I get it, but they they can use it legally because she said, she said it. it. She said it. They can make that a quote. Yeah. It's just terrible. Libel has nothing to do with context, right? Like you can cut something off at some point, right. and then it's almost the onus now becomes of the reader, right? But they know. When they're selling magazines or trying to get you to click, yeah, they know that you just want to click through because that's what they're trying to get. More magazines sold, more clicks on your site. Every time I see something like um, clickbaity, that'll, oh, it's all over the place. It'll say something like, uh, let's just say, see what, wow, what happened to this yeah. one time uh, uh, Baywatch babe? I'm just making that up, but it'll be like, they want you to click on it, and then there's nothing, there's no story there. And there's a lot of like, what about the ones that are like, click forward for the rest of this article, and then it's like, click forward for the another. Yes. And and you're like, you are wanting me to click eight times, and then I can't stop. Yes, and then they say, like, you'll never guess what Judy from Mr. Belvedere looks like now. Yes. And then I'm like, what does she look like now? And then I click on it, (laughs) and then Judy's picture, hypothetically, is slide 17 in a 40... Yes. Picture slideshow. Yeah, it's just it's just really manipulative. Yeah, you that's know, a good word, see though. what Kathy Lee's daughter looks like all grown up today. Yeah, it's just icky. I feel dirty. Now, a thing that not a lot of people I, I know you, I think maybe better than, than some listeners do, Donna. And so I know this about you, and I wasn't surprised. Listeners might not know it as well. You've long been a big supporter and fan of O.J. Simpson. And oh so I, I know that the news hit you yesterday about him being totally free, and you were pretty, I don't know, excited. I don't want to put words. I don't want to manipulate the story. Stop it. No, O.J. Simpson, I guess, you know, because of his conviction on... Oh, remember the robbery or the rough enough? Yeah, rough people were taking guys. his memorabilia in a Las Vegas hotel room. He went and like I think brandished a weapon on them and roughed mm-hmm. them up. It was like give it yeah, all by back. Gunpoint, yeah, forced yeah. them all into a room and yeah. held them hostage. You just, know, just a no- normal Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he was granted an early. Uh, well, what was I going to say? It was pro- was he was parole? on probation still, right? Or parole or probation? Yes. So he was granted an early parole discharge last week. And he had been on parole after being released from prison in 2017 for that Las Vegas kidnapping armed robbery that we were just mentioning. Uh, his parole has been scheduled to end on February 9th. On November 30th, the Nevada Board of Parole Commissioners held an early discharge hearing for him after receiving a written recommendation from whatever division of parole and probation and so they're just, he's going to be a completely free man. Here's an interesting thought. Two, two big name stars, each, you know, having either served their time or acquitted, whatever, that now could just legally, totally freely get together and have coffee. What if you walked into a coffee shop and it's OJ Simpson sitting down having coffee with Bill Cosby? Oh my God. That's a possible thing today. I guess it is. You're right. Wow. That's all I have. I hope that never happens. Uh, Don, get the bleep out of here. Right, DJ Rock Lobster's coming in. Thank you. Uh, we love you.